Hello, West Michigan. Welcome to the Mortgage Mom Connection, where I fess up to momhood struggles and introduce you to local West Michigan businesses through networking. All right, so here we are, the Sweetheart Special Mortgage Mom Connection. I'm Jen Alderink, mom of five mortgage banker, love sharing people that I meet from day to day with West Michigan. So that's why we're here today. I am in a Zoom room with six lovely ladies. And we are going to just learn about who they are, what they do, and why they side hustle. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to start with April Moyer. I met April in a networking circle a few months ago, and she was talking about her side hustle in this group. So April, tell us a little bit about who you are, what's your day job, and what's your side hustle? Uh, well, good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is April Moyer. Um, I am with Moyer Real Estate Group through Coldwell Banker in East Grand Rapids. That's my day job. Side hustle is my husband and I started a business called Shaw Saffron CBD. Uh, so it's a locally made line of CBD products that include saffron uh, that do not contain THC. Wow, saffron. Isn't that kind of expensive? Like that's like a, they use it in cooking, right? Yes. Uh, well, my husband, Tony, is Persian, hence the name Shah. It means king in Farsi. So he grew up in Iran. He immigrated here when he was about 12. But his mom used saffron in everything from cooking to cuts. Um, he's an excellent cook when he does cook, uh, you know, authentic Persian meals. Saffron is usually one of the ingredients. And yes, it is, it is expensive. So we told ourselves as a luxury line without the luxury price. Really? So... Where he comes from, though, is saffron more affordable? Do they use it more commonly in their cooking than um, we would over here? I believe so, yes, because, I mean, just the price to, to ship it overseas, um, I know is quite expensive. So, but, you know, it also depends on if you're getting the good stuff or the not so good stuff. Um, if you're not familiar with saffron, it is a, an ancient Middle Eastern spice. If you're familiar with a crocus flower that usually pops up in the spring, those are the tiny... I can't remember if it's a pistol or the stamen, I think, but it's the little tiny red threads that are inside the crocus. So they harvest those, dry it out, and then use them in cooking. But if you Google saffron, it is actually shown to have its own medicinal properties and health benefits, which is why we infused it in our products, because we we're kind of tapping into Tony's heritage. We wanted to honor his mom. That is awesome. And you said it's locally made? Yes, uh, all of, we have our own manufacturing team. Everything is made in a level seven pharmaceutical lab here in GR. Wow. How long have you been um, selling the CBD oil? Um, we've been up and running for close to like a year and a half, but we had been working on formulation for probably a year prior. So we had tried some other CBD products, some we liked, some we didn't like, um, some didn't taste so good. So we knew we could do it better. So we kind of tweaked it to what we liked. Uh, we sent out, I mean, probably about, we had 75 quote unquote guinea pigs from friends and family. Mm -hmm. And we just slowly kind of tweaked the formula to get it what it is today. And what advice would you have for somebody out there considering, do you, so is this set up, I should ask you, is this set up where um, you, you want other people to get on your team and also distribute and sell the CBD or is this just you and your husband's business? Um, we are currently in one local retailer in the Green Medicine Shop in Greenville. They sell all CBD products. Um, we are working to get our foot in the door at other local dispensaries here around Michigan. 
Um, we have a pretty wide uh, customer net right now. We've got customers as far as California, Nevada, um, all the way to you know Michigan, Ohio, and down to Florida. So we're growing. It's never quite fast enough. Uh, this is what I'd like. But piece of advice for someone thinking about a business or starting a business would be get everything in writing. Get okay. everything in writing, even if it's with your friends. Um, you know, if you're going to hire them, make sure everything is spelled out. Be formal. It might be awkward but chances are you will be glad that you did later on. I can agree with that, most definitely. And get contracts. If you're gonna hire someone, get a contract, have them sign an NDA, a mutual NDA. Okay. And we have some great legal resources too, if anybody ever needed that. I know we have a great network of attorneys in our area that can help with that. So what has been the biggest challenge with your side hustle business so far? For us, for CBD, it would be marketing and advertising on social media, excuse me, social media. Okay. Um, so Facebook, Instagram, Google ads does not, well, I say they won't allow us to advertise, but I constantly see advertisements for other bigger CBD brands in there. So I, I'm figuring it's probably the amount of the almighty dollar backing that marketing campaign. Mm -hmm. But most of our business has grown between referrals, word of mouth. Um, we used to do um, like the Indie Flea and some other local events here before COVID shut everything down. That was a great way to, to work on brand awareness. We are working on a billboard, so hopefully that will be up in the next two weeks or so. Um, but marketing and advertising has been one of the biggest challenges other than banking, and we got that squared away. So, Okay, and honestly, like you said, your best means of marketing has been personal referrals. I think we would all agree that word of mouth referrals are the longest standing proven method of marketing. So just got to get more people to try it out. How, how can they try it out? Um, you can go to our website. It's Shaw, S-H-A-H-C-B-D.com. All of our products are fully guaranteed for 30 days. So if you try it, you don't like it, we'll buy it back. Not an issue. Um, you know, all of our products are shipped within 24 hours of receipt of order. We always do free shipping and we're getting ready to update our packaging. So we actually have two of our CBD tinctures. Those are the oils that you put under your tongue. We have those on sale right now. They're 50% off um, until they're gone. All right. Well, that sounds wonderful. I'd like to try it. If you don't mind, just throw your information in the chat and we'll make sure to post that when we air the episode. Thank you so much for sharing about your side hustle, April. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. If you have any questions, feel free to give me a buzz. And I look forward to, to watching the cast later so I can learn all about it, all of you. Yes, this is fun because we have, we have ladies here from just all different industries. Next up, let's just go with another April. April Hevlock. Hi, welcome. Hi, well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So April, let's just start out with share with us who you are. What is your day job and what is your side hustle? So um, I'm an occupational therapist by day, actually specializing in sensory integration and school-based teletherapy. And I have, I'm also a mom of three and I have a side hustle with Scout and Cellar as a wine consultant. Love it. So you got to work out really hard by day with your kids and then you can call on April and grab a bottle of wine after the teletherapy, right? Exactly. <laughs> How long ago did you start with Scout and Cellar? I started back in 
um, May of 2018, around that time. And um, in, in that time, the company has grown exponentially, well over 250, close to 300 additives, chemicals, bad things that are in wine. So we're the only e-commerce wine business that does that. So that ensures that all of your wines are organic, chemical-free, safe, and, and good. They're also all sugar-free. So we don't add additional sweeteners to our wines. So they're also very low carb, low calorie. Um, so it's an overall, it's just a healthier choice. A better choice for wine. And is your company set up where you, you want to share this opportunity with other people to get in or is it more retail? How does that work? Absolutely. Um, I feel very privileged that I have the opportunity to share opportunity with others. And with the huge growth that Scout and Cellar is experiencing, it's an amazing side hustle opportunity. Um, for one, we have a very broad demographic. So really anyone over the age of 21 is our customer base. And as you know, we're in a very health and wellness focused um, world where people care more and more about what goes into their body. So, you know, just making a change to a clean crafted wine uh, can make a big difference. Um, you know, at the beginning of the year, many people have resolutions to make lifestyle changes. And that usually includes giving something up. Well, with Clean Crafted Wine, you don't necessarily have to give up your wine or, um, or change any of, of preferences. You just change to Clean Crafted and you can make a huge difference in, in what's going into your body and, and the calories and sugars that you're consuming. And I know for a fact, April, that you are um, a proponent of clean living. So it sounds like your side hustle aligns with how you're living your life. Absolutely. Um, I think it started back when I was pregnant, having children, um, all the way to nursing my children and raising my children in a healthy home. I, I just little by little, um, I haven't try to do a, a radical overhaul, but just make small lifestyle changes throughout the years whether it be changing one little thing that we eat um, or a product that we consume, uh, switching to the type of household cleaning products that I might use in my home. And just over the years have, have made those slow changes and it just gives me um, a better peace of mind. And so when I found Scout and Cellar, I made that change with, with the wine um, that I was drinking. Um, we also have spritzers and mixables. So you know, if I want to unwind and relax, I have a, a clean option. That's amazing and wonderful. It sounds very interesting. Also, what's been your greatest challenge with the side hustle? Oh, gosh, I think all of us as moms can really contest to um, just the, the life balance, right? We're, we're pulled in many different directions, especially those of us that work multiple jobs, Um you know, have a job, have a side hustle, and then also taking care of our families. And then with the challenges, of course, recently with COVID and having everybody in the same space um, <laughs> for long periods of time, you know, it, I, I think the biggest challenge has just been trying to balance that out, uh, making sure that I'm taking time for myself to quiet moments, either taking a walk or, um, or just getting away for a few moments so I can just have some quiet, peace and quiet. And I really appreciate your authentic 
an honest answer there. I think every woman in this room can identify with that, April. Thank you so much. If you want to throw your contact information in the chat, <clears throat> I'll make sure we get that out for everybody to see. Yeah. And we are going to move on. Hey, we're talking about health and wellness. So let's just continue the flow with Angela Cordy. Angela, welcome. Tell us who you are. What's your day job? What's your side hustle? Hi, Jen. Thanks for having me. So I'm Angela Cordy. I have been partnered with Isogenic since 2014. And before that, I was a CPA for a long time. And I worked in public accounting and in private industry. And then I transitioned to the nonprofit world. So now Isogenics is has turned into my main hustle um, over the past seven years. Okay, so this is this is a great story of success, right? All of our side hustles, we obviously like them, we enjoy them, or we wouldn't be involved in them. And I can see that you have literally transitioned from the day job to the passion. That is very encouraging. Can you just describe for us how that transition happened? For me, it was really authentic. I, I joined Isogenics initially for the products, like a lot of people do, um, with their side hustle, or I should say before this time that we are in right now, a lot of people would find themselves enjoying a product and then move into the, the income earning aspect of the business. I think the world has changed. And right now, I think we have a lot of people who are looking at all of these opportunities with that business piece in mind first. So for me, it was very authentic starting with the product, having a great experience, having people notice and ask questions and that light bulb going off that I have a money-making machine right here and a really mainstream way to help my friends and family get healthy. And I can do those, those things at the same time. A win-win, definitely. And with e-commerce, it's all the more opportunity out there to share with your networks about what's going on. Have you faced any big challenges that you can recall from transitioning? For me, the challenge was really finding the system that was going to work in my life, but also be duplicatable. Because as um, I'm in the network marketing industry and it's about building a team. And so you, you have to have systems that are duplicatable and that other people can look at what you're doing and believe that they can do that too. So um, using the tools that are out there was a huge win for me when you kind of give over or give up that ego that I have to do it my way or I have to recreate all of these things uh, when the tools are already there. A lot of these companies put them out and using those tools and, and being duplicatable has really changed my business. And that's the temptation. So when you're out there starting your own business, it's so easy to ignore the preset tools that the company has laid out for you. That's really good advice. I appreciate that, Angela. Mm -hmm. And so what has been the most effective means of marketing for you? For me, the most effective means of marketing has been through social media and email marketing. And I paired up with an agency that taught me how to do my own email campaigns and all of that. And having that capability rather than having to hire it out and really get my message out, my personal individual message out through those means has, has been very impactful for my business. Excellent, excellent advice. Thank you so much for sharing. And I think we're still in the health and wellness arena when we bring Cassandra Clark into the conversation. Welcome, Cassandra. Tell us a little bit about who you are, the day job and the side hustle. Yeah, thanks, Jen. Thanks for having me. Uh, Cassandra Clark, I'm a realtor with Keller Williams um, and my side hustle is called Savvy. Um, it is a 
really, honestly, I look at it as almost like a Lululemon brand for about half the price. The fun part about Savvy is that you get to one share new items every week that they're dropping. So new clothing items and you provide people with a discount. And then if you sign in, the fun part is that you actually get um, wholesale pricing. So one thing that I love is to work out. I'm constantly working out. And I think since the pandemic has hit, I am always wearing leggings instead of jeans. And this was an opportunity that I was able to join into for a minimal cost. The cost came back to me in clothing product. So very similar to other marketing social companies that you get to buy in, use the products. It's a win-win. And how long have you been selling that? So I actually joined Savvy right as the pandemic hit. So I joined in April. Um, I had a friend reach out who knew that I was always wearing leggings, that I always was working out. And she said, you know, this is something that can probably save you a lot of money. And as I looked into it, I was, it was just something where I couldn't pass up. I said, absolutely sign me up. I'll take a hundred dollar clothing credit and I will continue to buy clothes. And the nice thing is, is I share it with people that I'm working out with. We've had a Facebook page of women who can post about the clothes that they've gotten on there. I'll post stuff that I receive And it's a nice way to network and share with each other about some of the clothes, some of the workouts that you're doing, just saying, hey, I have this great new outfit and it inspired me to go out for an extra run. It's just a fun, fun atmosphere. It's not something that you're going out and door knocking type of sales. It's truly that you get to share fun experiences and fun clothes with other women. And I would agree. It really does matter what you're wearing when you're working out. So I'm not a real athletic person, but I did just start um, training with somebody. And so I went and bought myself some leggings. And if I don't have those on, then I don't work out. So I agree. (laughs) So have you been met with any challenges? So Savvy's relatively new. They've only been around for less than two years. So in the beginning, they still had some challenges of their own of some of the technology they were using, some of the lead times to get product Um, was a bit challenging, but it's been really, really exciting to watch them. And they've grown leaps and bounds since I've even started. And so now their shipping has come down, right? You receive your product in less than a week. Their app has been improved. It is just like going on and ordering from any other clothing company. Okay. And I'm hearing a lot of grace coming from you on that. So what I've really loved about this past year, I think all of us have been learning how to measure out some extra grace towards one another. We, I mean, it's a young growing company and you're giving them that grace to get started. And I love that. And so if you don't mind too, just throw your information in the chat. We'll make sure we get the ways to connect with you and Savvy out there as well. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thanks. Jen. And it looks like we are with Alice Bernal. We're going to turn the corner here. Alice is a local West Michigan attorney. Welcome, Alice. And she has a side hustle. So I want to hear all about this. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, by day, I am uh, an attorney in Byron Center, and I have just a solo practice. And so that means um, I kind of do a variety of work. But one of the things that I found that I did after moving here, I've been in practice four years. Uh, I moved here from the other side of the state. And so 
kind of had to take whatever came in the door at first. And I found myself practicing a lot of family law and doing a lot of divorce and custody issues. Jen, I'm going to go a different way than what we first talked about here, because I actually have two side hustles. So, okay. um, so <laughs> bring it on. All right. In doing the family law practice, I, I felt bad for these families and I felt bad for my role in the position um, as an attorney, where it just seemed like families were being pitted against one another in the court system. And I mean, that's, that's part of it, but I thought there's got to be a better way. So um, a natural fit for me was to go through mediation training and become a mediator. And so I do that as well. Um, I still practice family law and represent people as an attorney and make the fights that have to be made. But um, if I can help people come together and agree through mediation, um, that is my preferred route. So I do volunteer for the um, Holland Mediation Services, and I did receive my training up in Traverse City at the um, mediation services there and so have actually traveled up there um, for mediation as well. But I've started um, my own mediation service and I'm excited about that. It hasn't been that long since I've done that and I'm excited about it and see it as not only something that um, I feel like I can help people and I also enjoy doing it. There's a lot of satisfaction from it uh, when you do reach a conclusion that everyone agrees on. But the other thing too is I think when we're talking side hustles, one of the things that we have to really think about is our future. And so I think a lot of us start these side hustles because we're thinking about our future and giving ourselves more opportunities for the future. And I think that um, practicing law can be exhausting and can have, um, you know, you have ongoing cases that last for years sometimes. And I think as you get older, you have to be very careful about um, how long you practice law and making sure that you're up to and fit for the task. And um, I see mediation also as a possibility for my future to become my full-time hustle um, <laughs> because I, I just find that they're that it's something that it's open and closed and one day you're not keeping track of deadlines. You don't have to have a giant uh, staff or an office or whatever. So, um, so that's one of my side hustles. And then I have a second side hustle that was born out of necessity probably. And it also was like a bucket list item for me. And that is uh, I am an adjunct professor at LCC for the paralegal program. And I just started that at the beginning of the pandemic as a way to have a steady income because I didn't know what was to come. So I wanted to at least have some sort of minimum income in case the law office kind of folded in. Um, and so I've been doing that and I thoroughly enjoy it. So, and again, it's just a natural hand in hand thing for me to do with the law practice. It sounds like that's a heart hustle. I love it. Yes. Yes. I'm so happy for you. That is awesome. I really enjoy it. Well, definitely post your mediation services if you're ready for that so that we can share that with our people because um, family law is always going to be there. And that is wonderful that you're designing that business to help others. Thanks for sharing that with us, Alice. Yep. You're welcome. Thanks All for right. having me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is fun. We're just in the Zoom room hanging out. So our <laughs> final guest here is Elle Ingalls, creator of Pressured Free Living. 
She's our special treat for the day on the Sweetheart Special. Elle, please introduce yourself and share with us. Sure, um, I'm Elle Ingalls. Grew up in New Hampshire, went to U of M, and they don't tell you when you go far away to school that you might never go home again. So I met a Michigander. He grew up on the shores of Lake Michigan, and we've been here ever since. So raised three boys, and um, I kind of started my side hustle in 2010. We had always run nonprofits, and we also had made a commitment to raise our kids with a parent home. So we always had like one full-time and then the other person doing lots of little part-times. So that idea of, you know, where the income comes in. Um, and so in 2010, I was like, I gotta create something new and I want it to be for-profit. And I want to start to um, create something that was going to create some income as our kids were about to go off to college. So um, that was really my motivation. And um, I came across a cool couple of books, One Minute Millionaire and Cash in a Flash. So, you know, sometimes it's a book that will inspire you. And those two books by um, Robert G. Allen and Mark Victor Hansen, they just spoke to me. And I started following the things in the books, like do this, do this, do this. I was creating a financial business at a time, financial consulting to nonprofits and individuals and families. And that's what I was wanted to do. Um, and I put a mentor in my life. So I'm gonna do share uh, four things with you. Um, the importance of mentorship, not reinventing the wheel, no like trust, which will help us in everything we do. And then the entrepreneur paradigm. So, and all these very quickly. So I put a mentor in my life. And when I met with him and shared what I was doing, he gave me some great ideas. And he was an economic developer, one of the best actually in the nation. He had two awards from two different presidents, like a real high powered guy. And he said, um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I read your bio online and this is not what you should be doing. <laughs> and I know my face kind of fell. Like I've been working three months, super hard on this. I just asked you to help me. <laughs> you're telling me I shouldn't be doing it, right? And he goes, just stay open. So that those two words just kept running through my mind, just stay open, or three words, just stay open, just stay open, just stay open. Two nights later, uh, we were sitting around the dining room table in our house, which is like the center of our home. And my um, oldest son said, mother, we need you to coach our baseball team in your mental toughness tips so we can win states. I was like, ha, 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 you want me in the dugout? That's hilarious. <laughs> he is completely serious. And my middle son was like, yes, mom, we want you. So that weekend I just started writing and writing. And my husband is a professional writer. He tightened the language, put some funny baseball graphics. And by the end of the weekend, I, I had a pamphlet and I called the coaches to meet with them. And the head coach, when he found out what I had and what it was about, hired me on the spot. It was 2010, he was a financial advisor. He hired me on the spot to be his private coach. He goes, hmm. I seriously need this. I just have to see the caller ID of a client and I go into a panic attack, I need hmm. this. So then a few days later, I was just shooting the breeze with my department chair at the college where I taught for years and was sharing with what I was doing. And she goes, oh my God, she grabbed her checkbook and she goes, I'm writing a check. Can we start tomorrow? Wow. <laughs> so I had two paying clients and a whole baseball team. I didn't have a name of it. I, I was just coaching basically. And I've been a coach my whole life since I was 17 and, and a professor and a teacher. So coaching is very natural for me. 
But then I created curriculum. So by the end of that first year, I had a full curriculum of an intro course. I now have many courses. Um, I started, I wanted an international business. I got really serious. The initial authors, Mark Victor Hansen and Rob, Robert G. Allen, I ended up being a mentee of Robert Allen, the multiple streams of income guy. So Look I went to that. California. I had never been to California. <laughs> so I went to California, I like working with this guy in his home. I changed my name, like all this crap went down. The story is pretty crazy. Um, but you know, putting a mentor in your life, I've had three main mentors in my life since. I have Robert Allen, who I can even call to this day and he will help me. I have a video marketing coach I worked with, with three full years and we're talking about thousands of dollars in investment to work with her. She's helped me so much, not reinvent the wheel. And just like Angela was saying, you know, it's so easy to think that we know better when all these other people have gone before us and they've done what we're trying to do, especially if you're in a network marketing or a consumer direct marketing company, they know what will work, but we think we're smarter right? <laughs> and we're gonna do it better. But um, it's just such great. So I really listen to my coaches. I really take their advice where I would feel like I would be kind of forcing my agenda on it. I was like, no, get soft. Okay. So the tool I want to give here is that when you feel yourself kind of forcing something or getting tense in any way, put your hands on your belly and relax your abs. The moment you relax your abdominal muscles, your brain is going to say, oh, I'm not trying to fight. I'm not under attack. Really? It's, it's a simple neuroscience trick. Okay. And if you can catch it in the 10 seconds when you first start to feel that emotion, that tension of any kind, you're going to prevent the release of stress hormones, which is what pressure-free living means. No matter what pressures or stressors you're under, stress is not the culprit. The release of stress hormones is the culprit. And that's what I help people not do. So we've got to break the stress cycle. And for men, it's an up to nine hour cycle. For women, it's an up to 24 hour cycle. Pretty much all of us are in it all the time. So I help people break that cycle and that is the difference maker. So you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Listen, get mentors in your life. Ask people to mentor you. They, most people like to help. And if you can bring something back to them, I ended up coaching my mentor, my initial mentor. And really? he's, his whole life has changed because of my coaching. Um, and he laughed, by the way, when I came back to our second meeting and told him I was on something completely different. <laughs> it was like he knew just in that first meeting with me that I was on the wrong track. And that okay. little redirect changed everything for me. So um, it's cool. No like trust. So I do a sales training for people. Um, I've helped people with network marketing and then traditional sales teams. Um, alcohol distributors, RNDC has been one of my clients. So um, a lot of times when we're doing something new, we will trigger fight or flight with that nervousness, the butterflies in your stomach, all those things, you have to make the phone call to the friend. I mean, it's, it's all, you know, it's a, a lot of that resistance is the reason why we don't even get success in our side hustles it's because there's a lot of fear around that. And so to boost your no like trust factor, here are a couple easy things you can do. And again, I go back to your abs. Start with your abs. Most women hold their abs very tightly trying to look thin. So if you put a hand on your belly and relax your abs, your posture is going to lift a little bit. And then the other thing you can do 
is imagine your shoulders going very wide, like they're going out to the two sides of the room. Oh yeah, I'm a scruncher. So I'm yes. gonna make myself go wide right now because I'm yeah. a shoulder scruncher. Okay. Most of us are. This is kind of weird, but I've been working with a pr private body coach for three and a half years now. By going wide with my shoulders, uh, I used to be a 36. Like, you know how you measure under the boobs, right? Yeah. <laughs> I used to be a 36. I'm, I'm like a 39. I've gained three inches and I now have a waist. Whereas yeah. before I was like a block because I was okay. so tight in here. When you go wide, you not only physically open up your heart space, but also metaphorically, like energy wise, the person that you're sharing your, your side hustle with, the person that you're talking with, they're gonna trust you more. Because when we're tight and our abs are tight, that's body armor. We're protecting ourselves. So when you open wide, people, people children really get it. Like you're, if you have children and you go wide, that no like trust factor is gonna really open a relationship for you. I'm gonna try that totally with my 14 year old. Yeah, yeah, they, it's, and it's really interesting as you keep playing with it, keep playing with this idea of your body going wide. Also, we're very forward and a little bit backward. Like you'll feel that with your business, right? Two yes. steps forward and then, ah, I didn't do anything this month, right? <laughs> Back and forth. So um, I encourage you, I learned this from my body coach too, is to get into your side body. And I'll just do one quick thing with you. If you put your arms, so your hands are just kind of cupping the sides of your head. And this is vacation arms. We want to pull them in. This is actually called ecstasy arms. And then lean to the side. So sunshine can hit your underarm. <laughs> what sun? What sun, right? Yesterday we had it. We had sun yesterday. <laughs> and then go over the other way. And you're getting into this side body. And as you start to kind of move into this laterally, like into the side body, even shifting side to side, it's kind of like you're a fish or a snake. You know how they really use those, that side body when they're for motion, that's how they move. Mm -hmm. Humans have kind of gotten away from that side body stuff. We do it when we dance, right? We kind of always put a little side body into it. I so used you to. just, you can instantly feel better when you've moved into your side body and now you're wide and now you're relaxed. And people are just going to know, like, and trust you more. I so love that. That is amazing. Oh, my goodness. Who it's cool. I, I taught this to one person with her own business. She gained 20 clients in a week. What? From her posture. 20 clients in a week because she was just so tight and so triggered. Okay. Because she was, the other thing, and the last thing I want to share is the entrepreneur paradigm. Most of us have been in a, in a job paradigm where we work and we get a paycheck. We work and we get a paycheck. In the an entrepreneurial paradigm, you may get a bunch of money up front and then you're giving services. Or you're working and creating and creating and then you finally get paid or you might never get paid. I've built courses that no one has bought. <laughs> I've spent months on them and poured my heart into them and then I go to sell them and for some reason, my languaging was wrong or they just didn't want it. So, um, I, and sometimes now I actually sell before I create the course. So okay. I'll put something out there and see if anybody wants to buy it. Why make it if no one's going to buy it? Mm -hmm. so, Learning by living, right? Learn, yeah. So it's kind of interesting how um, I, our entire family is entrepreneurial. My son's own a video production business. And so you may have a ton of money. 
and then the next month, not so much. So how you manage cash flow, how you look at all that, and how you don't let your emotions get the best of you when you're in the troughs. Because money is a real flashpoint for people. I, have, I was just talking to a guy who helps people with racism out in um, Portland. And he says, he, he goes, if I, his stock portfolio triggers it. Like if he sees what's happening with his stocks, he just looks every morning first thing and it will decide whether he has a good day or a bad day because he's triggering the fight or flight stress response. Mm -hmm. So we can, you can stop triggering that for whatever reason. And most families, let's face it, we trigger it as moms 20 times just trying to get everybody ready in the morning. Snow pants. <laughs> Is that your trigger? <laughs> You know, we were hockey parents. And so, you know, you not only have the frost on the outside because we our garage is full of junk. We can't get the cars in. So it was on the outside, but it was also on the inside. <laughs> and they don't design those scrapers for the inside of the windshield. <laughs> my kids are laughing in the back and I'm like, oh my God, I gotta get to work. You know? <laughs> so all those little things, all those little things trigger fight or flight in us. And then we're in that 24 hour cycle. And then you know what? We're not the best moms we want to be. We're like, come on, hurry up. And you know, our face shows it. This is the face our kids see. Come on, hurry up. Hurry up. Right? Oh yeah. It's not the nice face. <laughs> so when we all became pressure free as a family, it, it's the coolest thing. My youngest was 10. And you'll see in my book, I have a book on Amazon, Pressure Free Parenting. I'm not a parenting coach, by the way, but I wrote this book for COVID because I had so many clients who are like, it's a, it's a nightmare right now. My kid is breaking down. They have sure. no social on and on. But my 10-year-old had a lot of anger mm -hmm. and it was pretty serious. And that was 2010 when I created this. He, it's just unbelievable what's happened to his life now. He actually changed his major from film to psychology at Columbia. Mm -hmm. And he, it's just, his whole life has just been completely different because he doesn't trigger stress hormones. And he's like, because he, he wants knows to how to prevent it because yeah. he's been taught. So a little one can learn this. I've had three 10 year old clients okay. um, in my practice, but you know, they tend to be uber athletes, uber achievers. Um, but I will coach as young as 10. If you've got someone who, you know, it's just, they need it. They just need to know. Actually a school brought me in to work with their kindergarten, first and second graders. So That's wonderful, little, though. little that ones really can is. learn it. Yeah. My heart goes out to all the elementary age kids right now. It's you know? so hard. It's yeah. so hard. It's real. Yeah. It's real for them. They just show it differently and they absorb it differently for sure. Yeah. I'm working with a 14 year old who they went virtual at his school district out in Utah for just one month and his grades completely plummeted. Mm -hmm. He owes 56 assignments and he feels like a complete failure and his life is over. Like that's what's happening to some of these kids. Mm -hmm. who can't figure out how to do this online school or they just aren't tuned into it and it's or they're half virtual half going I mean it's they've lost their structure and yes. children need a lot of structure we all need structure so um so yeah so those are my things mentorship is great and just like Angel said you know we re don't reinvent the wheel follow their follow systems there are systems out there for every kind of business and you can mm -hmm. learn from them no like trust. I loved um, too how was it um, April said, um, what did she say? Oh, get everything in writing. 
Um, I had a web designer take $39,000 of my money and the lawyers going, oh my God. Well, I actually had a lawyer go through the contract and everything. This company went bankrupt and they were the web designers for all those chicken soup for the soul author guys, right? But they have millions of dollars. It was no big deal. For me, that was a huge amount of savings I lost. Sure. And it was painful, painful. And, um, but, you know, but I had to move on. I had to not let it bother me and stick to what my plan was. So there are going to be ups and downs, open up that body for you to like trust, and then know that that entrepreneurial paradigm, you can't let your emotions get the best of you when you have this different way of earning money that right. might not, you know, and a lot of us do the side hustles too for residual income. Mm -hmm. So we know we at least have this much, this little tiny cushion coming in every month. And then you got these other things going on. So, um, yeah. So that's a little so just taste much. of pressure free for you guys this morning. And that's um, amazing. I can tell that there's, you know, we can go much deeper with Elle. Oh yeah. So Elle, <laughs> go ahead and make sure we, we know how to find you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, oh, I always end my episodes with the mom fashion and April Hemlock and I were chatting last month um, about the nicknames for our laundry piles. Mine is called Mount Laundrificus. <laughs> and so when Mount Laundrificus has reached its peak, I tell the boys to go laundry diving and find their clothes and get them in their room. Now, I am happy to report from some good advice from ladies on Facebook pages and groups I've been in. We have moved to a new phase. My oldest two boys are now fully responsible for their own laundry. And this morning, my eighth grader didn't have any clothes to wear to school. And I said, well, I pre-warned you, gave you a reminder, and I'm sorry. So here's the refresher spray. Go find your dirty jeans and go to school. And so I'm, I'm making improvements, but that is definitely my mom fashion is laundry. I don't like it. I never will. April, what's your laundry pile called? Mine is actually called Mount Hemlock, which is why it's so <laughs> funny when we talked about it, because I was like, it's Mount Hemlock. And then you, <laughs> so we both uh, relate it to a mountain because really they are quite large and high. <laughs> Do any of you ladies have a mom fashion? Put you on the spot. Don't worry about it if you don't. <laughs> I have a mom fashion. Uh, I used to um, I used to do everything for my kids, like just everything. <laughs> and when we became pressure free, I, I stopped a lot of things because they actually wanted to do it. They wanted to clean their own rooms. They did their own laundry. So I see a huge difference between my eldest son and my younger two because he went off to college at, at that year that I created pressure free. And okay. so he'll come home and he'll go, oh, will you make me one of those kale shakes? You know, mom, please, right? <laughs> My other guys are just go in the kitchen and do their thing. And there's still little things I get caught because I really love doing things for my family. I love making breakfast, but um, laundry, they just each had their own laundry basket and they all just did their own laundry and I just didn't do it. I loved awesome. doing the baby clothes though. I, I miss the little baby clothes. I want to be a grandma. So Aww. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm ready. I'm ready for that. Well, ladies, thank you so much for spending almost an hour together, but I really think it's just going to benefit all of us. We got to know each other. We got to learn more about what we do and how to help others succeed with side hustles. So once again, I just want to thank Elle, Angela, Cassandra, April. April Moyer was here earlier with us and Alice Brunel. I hope you all have a blessed weekend and let's catch up again soon. Thank, thank you so much. Jen. Thank you.
everyone.